Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And this is a bonus episode for subscribers only. That's right. Thank you so much for being a paying subscriber. The topic of this week's episode was suggested by <laughs> me for some reason mm-hmm. uh, because it's our Valentine's Day episode and the topic is French kissing, Yeah, Matthew, which I said as a joke. Matthew suggested this on our corporate retreat last August. I was immediately like, yes, what a good idea. <laughs> yep, that is what happened. And Matthew was like, oh, no. I was kidding. <laughs> so, um, so I think the thing I want to say up top is like, if you think this episode isn't for you, I'm sure it's not. And we'll do we'll have another uh, bonus episode coming up in a couple months. Wait, do you think this episode isn't for you, Matthew? I would enjoy listening to it, but I, I feel like... You don't like, think you're going to enjoy making it? <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't... I, the thing I'm c- concerned about is someone listening and being like, oh, that was just like unnecessary oversharing, which it is, but oh. uh, maybe it's necessary oversharing. Yeah, okay. Well, But you know, I love it when people overshare about things like this, and if you don't, that's okay. Well, consider yourself warned, and I think this is going to be an invitation to really think about what you're into. Yeah, think about like what your mouth wants. Yeah, what what does your mouth want? Yeah. I, by the way, I just ate, Matthew just made for me a grilled cheese sandwich with white American cheese. And there is nothing that makes me feel more like talking about French kissing than a mouthful of American cheese residue. Is it? Yeah. Is it like uh, sort of settled in around mm. around your tooth junctions? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Mm. Yum. Um, yeah. What uh, if we weren't using the slogan? What is our slogan? We you cook something delicious. Any. You can't have it. Our slogan could be, "What does your mouth need?" Yeah. What does your mouth need? All right. Should we go down memory lane? <sighs> so I researched. Uh, oh yes. In quotes. And I've not I, looked at the at the agenda whatsoever because Molly told me not to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty pumped about this. I would like to begin with my memory lane. So I had my first French kiss when I was like three months shy of 19 years old. Okay. Okay. And I was in the front hall of my parents' house in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It was like a month after I graduated from high school. I'm going to tell you everything. And they were standing at the end of the hall cheering you on. No, I was home alone with this guy who was a really good friend of mine, but who like I'd been sort of flirting with and he'd been kind of flirting with me. His name was Puffer Jones. Yes, I remember Puffer from previous episodes. That's right. That's right. Right. Real name Warren, which isn't much better. Warren Puffer Jones sounds like, know, a, like a blues right? musician. Yeah, I think he's a choral conductor now. Okay. Uh, he is married, has children. He's a lovely human being. They still call him Puffer because like he, he puffs air out of his lungs. Probably. <laughs> which, which not everyone does. No, no. Uh, anyway, I only kissed him once. I'm not sure mm. what happened after that. Uh, Interesting. But, but I like that. What I do remember is that there was like a staircase in my parents' front hall that went up to the the second floor. And I remember standing sort of between the bottom of the stairs and the the door. And I remember, like, I knew it was going to happen. And th- I should yes. also say this was my first kiss. Yeah. Period. Oh, this is a good question. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. I think I felt absolutely unhinged with excitement and anxiety. Yeah, I feel like I feel like our, our first experiences had a lot in common. It was really fun, but have you ever had this experience when you're like so nervous, like you almost have like 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 an involuntary sort of tremor? Absolutely, yes. And I like as the kiss was ending, I think what I had was kind of like a little involuntary tremor and I 
bit his lip. Wow. But not in an intentional sexy way. In like a did you oh, like just God. bite right through it? And that's how you first realized you were a vampire. <laughs> anyway, he, you know, I didn't, I didn't like hurt him or anything, but I think it was pretty clear that it was not like on purpose. Yes. And then I remember kind of, gosh, uh, I wonder why he didn't kiss you again. <laughs> I remember sort of, uh, like awkwardly getting ourselves to the door. And then I remember reaching for the doorknob and kind of missing it. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> and then I said goodbye to him and and like it never, never went saw him again. never went anywhere else. But we continued to be friends, continued to hang out. It seems kind of awkward like I don't know why or if there was ever like an explicit agreement like we're not going to do that again. Okay. I like that. So, yeah, that and I'll talk in a minute about my second French kiss, which was also my second kiss. Okay. So, I I would say my first French kiss was also my first kiss unless unless you count like, you know, like juvenilia. I mean, did you, know. you did you have like pecs? Yeah, like I mean, like, by which like, I mean the muscles on your chest. Oh, yeah. I got I got like, uh, you know, huge pectoral muscles. <laughs> um I, Wait, yeah, you did I, have pecs? Well, like like an elementary school kind of thing. Like, let's just see what happens if we do this kind of thing. With oh, a wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. What about truth or dare? Yeah, we there was some of that. Because actually, if we're really gonna go by by like my actual first time, like but 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 the topic going, of the show is French kissing. I French kissed someone playing oh, Truth or Dare at a count. slumber party. That counts. <laughs> it was Emily Blaschke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to give the first name. And of it the... was so awkward. And I think she would probably agree that it was not right. for us. I, we talked about this on the show before, yeah. because I re- re- remember like when you said, I was like, ooh, baby, this sounds this sounds like uh, kind of hot. And then you like yeah. gave the age at which it happened. I'm like, yeah. no, it does not. No, it does not. It <laughs> right. was it was like straight up slumber party stuff. OK, not fun. All right. So my first one was uh, with uh, my first girlfriend who uh, whose name I won't mention on the show in case she listens. Wow. Um, God, you are so full of tact yeah i know that that's one of my uh my most admirable qualities is tact uh and (laughs) very tactile she had invited me i think i think she like you know was planning to make it happen because she knew i was not going to make the first move how old Um, were you 16 okay she invited me over to her house to watch saturday night live with her and and her family for at least the first part of the show Okay, so did you like only arrive at the house at like ten thirty at no, night? No, I think I probably like came for dinner or or like right after dinner and hung out like with her and and her whole family. Okay, um, and then the family went to sleep and left us on the couch to watch like the end of Saturday Night Live. And uh, then like I, as I recall, like as soon as the show was over, like she she was like, "We're doing this." Did she like set upon you? Yeah, that's kind of how I remembered it. And she had done it before, oh. and I not. And she was very good at it. Did you I would know say. at the time that she was good at it? I I'm not sure if I would if I would have said that. I mean, I like in sort of. Well, I want to talk about like you know okay. what it, what does it mean okay. to be good at it? Like I knew at the time that I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Like, how much how much tongue would you say was involved in your first one? Because in mine, the answer is a lot. I would say that it was a really like uh, we're going to go back to this word I used just a second ago. It was like a tactful amount of tongue. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't like I didn't okay. I didn't get like my tonsils cleaned, which mm-hmm. I don't like for the record. Okay. Yeah, I know people have um, very like a variety of opinions but it on also this. like there was definitely tongue there yeah so I, I feel like it was like the right amount of tongue as i recall okay 
Yeah. yeah, no, and I think I think this was the right amount for me too, in the sense that I like a lot. Why are you like a lot? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's wrong with I that? This. this is so fun. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I want to say that my, I had to wait. And I'm gonna get so embarrassed during this episode. Uh, I think some listeners probably enjoy that, and this is the episode for you. I had to wait almost an entire year, if not maybe more than a year, for my second kiss. And it was with, at this point, I'm not going to name names because this, this was not a great relationship, but it was with this guy who was a graduate student. I just finished my freshman year of college. He was in grad school. He'd been flirting with me at barbecues that our two biology labs nice. would, would go to together. Yeah. yeah. And, and at these biology events, chemistry developed. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think that our first kiss, like, happened sort of like the first time we actually went on a date. And then I think the next time we hung out, we slept together. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was, like, not great. Sure. The movie Niagara, Niagara was playing on VHS. I don't know what that is. I only I know either. Rochelle Rochelle I mean, from Seinfeld. Uh, we were in a twin bed, and I remember he smelled like yeah. Lubriderm. Yeah. The kissing was absolutely unremarkable. All right. Um, and it was just, it, it, like, I sort of just needed to, like, get some practice, and that's kind of what yeah, it no, all was. Yeah, that's totally fair. I mean, I think the thing is, is by the time I was getting around to beginning kissing, much less having sex, which is not what this episode is about. These things are completely unrelated. I felt that like, you know, in contrast to the girl you had your first kiss with, like I felt like, oh my God, I have so much catching up to do. I don't want anybody to know that I've never done this. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I, I've got to like, I got to get busy catching up. Yeah. No, I think, you know, I, I'm glad, I'm glad she was my first cause like it was, it was a very good experience for me. Maybe like, I think, I think it was fun for her too. I think it was like, she like indicated to me that it was, that it was exciting that she knew it was going to be my first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And did you feel that like, that you learned things from her? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I might want to hear a couple things that you learned, but first, yeah, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But this is this is a very uh, dry academic show. That's right. And That's so right. now it's time for our history lecture. That's right. So I'm happy to report that Wikipedia has an entry for French Kiss. I'm so glad. Yeah, and I'm going to quote directly Not the movie. from it here. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> a French Kiss, also known as cataglottism. No. Yes. Wow. Look at this word, ca- cataglottism. So, so, glot, glottal, glottis is like the tongue, right? That's right. Cataglottism. What's, what is cata? I don't know, but it's the same beginning as catatonic. That's what that was where my mind went. Also, <laughs> okay, hold on. So, a French kiss, also known as cataglottism or a tongue kiss, is an amorous kiss in which the participants' tongues extend to touch each other's lips or tongue. Okay. I was picturing like Coco Gadget. <laughs> yes, of course, or like a like a chameleon eating a fly. That's right. Okay, uh, let me continue. A kiss with the tongue stimulates. <laughs> do the you do you want to do a kiss with the tongue? <laughs> a kiss with the tongue stimulates the partner's lips, tongue, and mouth, which are sensitive to the touch and induce sexual arousal. The sens- can can confirm. <laughs> sensation when two tongues touch, also known as tongue touching. <laughs> <laughs> This is no. straight out of Wikipedia. The sensation when two tongues touch, also known as tongue touching. 
has been proven to stimulate endorphin release and reduce acute stress levels. Extended French kissing may be part of making out. The term originated at the beginning of the 20th century in America and Great Britain. Interesting. As the French had acquired a reputation for more adventurous and passionate sexual practices. It seems like a real compliment to the French. Oh, yeah. And usually like American and British expressions about about the French are not complimentary, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, the whole like frogs thing, you know. Uh, Okay. I also read an NPR story uh, from 2013. Okay. I'm glad. NPR has weighed in on this. (laughs) And in the NPR story, they quoted Time magazine, who says that the term French kiss is commonly attributed to American soldiers returning from World War One. Oh, this is making more sense now. Who apparently picked up the technique from the more sexually adventurous French nationals they canoodled with, but canoodled with abroad. But okay, I love the word canoodling. I love the word snogging, which we should get in here at some point. Mm But like this implies, like were Americans just not doing this at all unless they were a French French background before like nineteen eighteen. Well, uh, so uh, we're gonna have a visit from Mister Etymology. Thank you. And I'm just gonna give a little spoiler, which is that <laughs> apparently until recently, and I think he, this is sort of arguable, uh, but. Uh, apparently, until recently, the French did not even have like a single term that meant like tongue kissing. Okay, they had. It's just assumed that like that's how it's always done. Um. Well, we'll we'll get into okay. what what are some terms All for right. it in French, but I wonder if it if it existed in the U.S. But people like didn't have like a single like concise name for it. Okay. Maybe it was just like kissing with the tongue or right. tongue, tongue touching. Tongue kissing. touching <laughs> is the is the term in the OED. Have you ever just like tongue touched your spouse? Just like being silly, just no. stick, stick your tongue out and like touch tongues. I I don't think I ever have. Really, you've been married yeah. for twenty seven years. What have you guys been up to? Oh, I mean, we're still like working working our way towards second base. Oh, speaking of which, uh, French kissing is uh, considered first base. Yeah, in your school, like elementary, middle school, did people use the word Frenching? Oh yes, to talk about like things that allegedly other people might have done. Oh yeah, Frenching. Like, I have not heard that oh, word my God. used. They totally French. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, Matthew, have you ever kissed a French person? Nope. I have. Nice. Yeah. I even have right. a picture. How was I it? have a picture of us Frenching. Wow. But I didn't bring it because that felt too intense. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Was it different? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, I also just want to say, just as a caution, uh, <laughs> Wikipedia wants to remind us that French kissing may be a mode for disease transmission, particularly if there are open wounds. Well, yes. And this seems like a good time to mention that. I like the idea that there's someone <laughs> so naive that they that this never occurred to them. Yeah. I dated someone uh, in in 2004 who had necrotizing gum tissue. Oh, dear. And I remember asking my dentist like about it, if I should be worried. And I learned that uh, we all sort of have like a baseline kind of amount of bacteria mm-hmm. in our mouths. And it's all different, different people. But in general, like just because somebody else has gum disease doesn't mean you're going to catch gum disease from kissing. That is that is good because I have gum disease. That's right. So anyway, Not rest necrotizing though. Yes. I know, I know. This felt really confusing to me to me because I was really into this guy. 
And I had a hard time not thinking about the phrase necrotizing gum tissue, which is his term. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's good that he was like open about it. That's true. I mean, open mouthed. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So uh, I, I still want to go on from Wikipedia. Yes, here. please. Okay. So open I'm mouth, learning so much. Open mouth kissing is alluded to in Sanskrit texts from 1500 BCE. Now we're talking. And the Kama Sutra from the third century mentions kissing inside of mouths. So like you get your, like your whole head in there and just go to town. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, or the, like two, the, or is this like two people get into someone else's mouth? Yes. Like, I, oh, you know, think, the Kama think, Sutra, like it's all stuff that you look at the pictures and like, well, that's not going to happen. This seems like a, a good opportunity to throw back to inner space again. Yes. Like, I mean, would you rather go inside Martin Short or Dennis Quaid and kiss inside their mouths? Wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, oh my God, you're really having to think twice about this? It's got to be Dennis Quaid, oh, of right? Course yes, it's okay. Dennis Quaid. I mean, like, no shade on, no shade on to brilliant Martin comic Short, actor, but Martin Short. Okay, uh, Matthew, we do have uh, Mr. Etymology. He, he's going to come in. Can oh, he? Yeah, yeah. Can he appear? Here he comes. Okay. There's even room for Mr. Etymology in this episode, a three-way, we could say. <laughs> um, in France, a French kiss is referred to as un baiser amoureux, a lover's kiss. And I want to say that I had I never heard this. I've I was about never to read where you wrote, I, Molly, have never heard of this. <laughs> no, I've never heard of this. Un baiser amoureux. Uh, un, wow, un baiser just... avec la langue, a kiss with the tongue, and uh-huh. was previously known as un baiser florentin, a Florentine kiss. Oh. I've never heard any of these. I've just heard them baiser. I have heard this word. The Petit Robert 2014 French Dictionary released in 2013. <laughs> thank you. Uh, added the French verb cigalocher, slang for kissing with tongues. The informal English term Frenching also means French kissing, as does, as does the Quebec French term Franchet. Yeah, I love Very that. Very good. I love that. Uh, okay, uh, hold on. You, you, have to, you have to continue. Okay. <laughs> According to an NPR story from 2013, the French have never really had a specific term for French kiss until galoche. Apparently, it's a derivation of la galoche, a word for an ice skating boot, and so <laughs> evokes the idea of sliding around on the ice. <laughs> or the lips and tongue. That said, when I googled galoche, which to me evoked the word galoshes, of course, the the definitions I found, the only definitions I found, said that a galoche was either a clog, so like a shoe with a wooden sole, or what we call galoshes or rain boots. Yeah, and that of to me makes sense. Like you need to put. Like I can imagine somebody like coming up with this gross idea that like you're about to tromp around in somebody else's rainwater, if you know what I mean. Yes, that's a very poetic <laughs> way of putting it. Right? I can tell you're a professional writer. Yeah, I'm gonna go jump in somebody else's puddle. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna put my galoshes on my tongue. <laughs> like that. Ce galoche. Ce galoche. Oh, j'aime, j'aime, j'aime. Me galoche? That seems weird. <laughs> Like, because like, it sounds like you're doing it to yourself. Which, wow, this is a real philosophical question. We need to get like, like, uh, Mr. Philosophy. In I here. mean, as far as I'm concerned, it, as far as I can tell, it does seem pretty impossible to French kiss myself. You're trying it right now. 
Yeah, I agree. It's not possible. Well, that's that's the thing I want to talk about because, like, when like you know, you can. I like one thing I like about French kissing is that you can only be good at it to the extent that your partner enjoys your technique. You can't be just good at it in and of like on your own. Do you think that there is any like a sex act that that is typically done with another person that isn't that way? No. I, I agree. I think I, I, you know, I was just saying that that like Frenching is an example of one of those. Things. Well, and I feel like it's usually like the first stage upon which the young person gets to try out. Like, do you like this? Right. Like, that's true. You know what I mean? Because it usually comes before any sort of like major touching. Yeah. Although on the other hand, I feel like, you know, if I think back to when I was 16 or whatever, like, would I have like had the the wherewithal to say, like, uh, could you do uh, would you mind doing this a little differently? No, I would have been too, too embarrassed. But if the the Saturday Night Live girl. Yeah. As she shall henceforth be known. If she had done something Um, that you really didn't like. uh, Nora Dunn. That's who it was. Oh, you said. Oh, you said her name, Matthew. Are you okay with this? Nora Dunn was a uh, uh, long-running Saturday Night Live performer. Oh, <laughs> okay. And I am okay with that. Okay, great. If she had done something that you really didn't like with her tongue, do you? I mean, I, I think I would have wonder- just assumed that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, I don't think I could have been like you know stood up for myself. Hmm. I feel like maybe I had read in books by that point that like like I had read uh, like sex scenes where where people like get tongues shoved down their throats. And Mm, I knew that this was this was a bad kiss. Sure. That, That said, I mean, I have definitely had kisses that where I well, I was just like, we're never doing this again in my mind. No, that's there is like. There, there is an aspect of like we can learn to do this better together if we are like into each other enough. Yeah. And then there's an aspect of oh, like I can just kind of tell this probably isn't going to work. Yeah, this is never going. This is this is not going to happen right. again. Let's get into what do we like about French kissing? Okay, okay. I would say everything. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, so. Also, like you were mentioning that you you feel that you've had relatively few French kissing partners. Yeah, I think that's true. How many not, how many do you think you had? Mm, wow, I, I I knew you would ask that well, and I think I feel embarrassed saying the answer, but No, I'm just curious because I I think 4. That's fine. I mean, also like I want to point out you guys got married at like 20. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I mean, frankly, if I had gotten married at 20, my count would be two. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I have, I French kissed mostly men. Mm -hmm. It can be very prickly and really like not fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. Um, But okay. So what do you want the other person to do with their tongue? You said you like a lot of tongue. Yeah, just like uh, you know. Do you want? Do you want it like a, a circular, like um, a washing machine? Tongue isn't there? Action? Isn't there? So I know we're gonna talk about movies, like a, movies and TV, but like, isn't there like one, like uh, maybe airplane or like one of the, one of those uh, you know uh, farcical like like slapstick comedy movies of the eighties where somebody's like, a, where, yeah, like, 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 like total windmill motion, yeah. Maybe it was um, uh, Hot Shots. Have you ever like ever done that to Lori just as a joke? 
I don't think so. Oh like, man, you make you're making me feel like I should I should like do more well, like kissing I, related pranks. I think it's that like Ash and I do stupid stuff to each other all the time. Like they'll come at me like they're just gonna give me like a particularly like warm peck, and then they'll at the last minute like open their mouth and cup their entire mouth around my lips. That's <laughs> always really and, and suck out your soul. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So is yeah. There- so so like yeah. I like I like you know not. Not an excessive amount, although like, no, go ahead. what constitutes an excessive amount? I guess like if it if it like interferes with your like breathing, <laughs> that's probably too much. Okay, what if somebody kind of like like runs their tongue along the like very inside of your lips? Love it. That sounds I think great. that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's great. I don't want somebody's tongue really deep in my mouth. I don't like to feel the back of someone's tongue with my tongue. Like the. The back, I like, don't like. No, I mean like the underside. Oh, I don't really like. Oh, I'm all over that. I mean, it's not my favorite part. Yeah, no, I think I think this like is a one one of the key things that that where there's like a lot of variation in what people are. Into. Yeah, no, I I also like like little like flicking tongue. I like action. that. I like yeah. that a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you not like? I mean, at this point, like. You know, I can think of like theoretical things that that I wouldn't like, you know, like teeth knocking together yeah, or how, something. How often but, do you have a, a tooth knocking together situation? I mean, it happens. It, like, it totally you happens. Know, we're, we're like we're physical objects. I'm amazed that it doesn't happen more often. Well, I, th- I think uh, you're very skilled at this point. Well, no, but I mean, even early on, I mean, I, I did bite him, but I don't right. think our teeth knocked together. Well, I think there's a lot of like lip tissue like in That's between. True. That's true. And the lips are quite like muscular yeah. and they're doing a lot. My, I work mine out every day. Me too. Uh, what about biting? No, I mean, I think I think that's not really something I've explored. Like like where? Like biting someone's lip. Mm, I, I think, I don't think I'm into that. Nibbling? <laughs> not, not the lip. Okay, what would you nibble? The inside of their cheek? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or like you know, like the uh, chin. Uh, they're they're uh, like kind of halfway down the esophagus. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of things you can nibble. Fine, I'm talking about kissing. Okay, yeah, no, I, like maybe like go go over and like nibble an earlobe and come back, which I know is sort of like a like sort of cliched, old fashioned sort of thing, no, but no, it's nice. That's fun. That's fun. Okay, hold on. What do you do when your lips get too wet? I don't think there is such a thing as too wet. Oh, but if your lips get really wet and their lips get really wet, then, what you're, do you then do? I think you're doing a great job. Huh. I remember the first time Ash and I made out, I remember both of us like sort of like laughing and stopping periodically to like wipe our mouths off. That's that's very cute. <laughs> it like, was really it was very fun. I don't know. We maybe were, maybe my mouth is just isn't that wet. I've never I've never like noticed that I have a problem with dry mouth, but Hmm. I'm really I'm curious to hear listeners like weigh in on this because I think I'm that, terrified to hear listeners weigh in on this episode. No, but, I'm really curious about like the the like when not only your lips get wet, but your partner's lips get wet and there's like a lot of wetness. I mean, you shouldn't be like drooling. That that is beyond the pale. Yeah, I guess. But you've never had too much wetness? Not not that I can oh not not to the extent that I would want to pause. Okay. No, never. Okay. What about the sound? Because when we first started talking mm-hmm. about this episode, 
I was like, Matthew, we have to talk about the sound of kissing. Agree. It's, that's one of the best parts. And Abby was like, what? Yeah. No, and like if there's if there's like a kiss in a movie or a TV show and like you can't hear like the like the clicky sounds, I feel like I was robbed. Yeah. No, I do, too. That's I do so too. important. I feel like I can sort of get turned on just making those sounds with my own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do you ever sit around? I don't think do I've it? tried that. No, I don't. I don't think that would work. But uh, but I'll give it a try for sure. I think that's awesome. <laughs> okay, okay. No, the certainly sounds... like hearing the sound without like seeing an image could do it for me. Oh, the sound is like key. It is a big part of it, and yeah. I feel like you're hearing it not just you're hearing it both inside your head and. And with like outside your head. Yeah. So there's there's like the the like sound of like the mouth parts, which is the definitely like the sexiest way to put that. Yeah. Um. But then there, there's also like when someone makes a sound like mm, like yeah. like okay. that's great. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little like uh like cut short there at the end. Yeah. But but. Ugh. But like, but I think I think there's like a distinct there's like an mmm kind of kind of sound, but then mm. there's like like a like mmm that <laughs> like and these I think these are like different and both good. I love this. Good. Okay, great. I'm really trying to be game for this. You're I'm doing being, my best. You're being so game. I want to know if you have had the experience of kissing someone after they have eaten particular foods. Like whether or not, yeah. you, it doesn't matter to me whether you saw them eating that food or or you could just taste it. But like what are foods? And I think, I think like positive memories That's of this. Because right. like, That's right. yes, like everyone has had an experience of like, you know, you, kissing someone with bad breath. Right. But uh, so one time I recall um, the same the same girl who gave me my first French kiss, like had eaten something with a lot of cardamom, like a, like a, mm. maybe like the the stuff, uh, which I always forget the name of that, like uh, like the breath freshening mix that you pinch a little of uh, at uh, by the cash register at an Indian restaurant. Yes, yes. That sort of that sort of aroma that I thought was really nice. Did you know that it was cardamom at the time? Uh, I think I asked and she said it was. Wow. Like, why did she know that? I don't know. Wow. What a babe. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that I think of, and this was so hot, I had this guy who I was friends with in Paris when I had, uh, I had a boyfriend at the time. It was when I was working there after college. And I had a boyfriend back in the States, and I had this guy that I was just friends with there. I could tell he was, like, coming on to me, and we would sort of joke about it. I was not interested. But then I went back to France a couple years later. I had broken up with my boyfriend and I stuck a note in this guy's mailbox in his apartment building and he called me and we went out for coffee. And I remember I knew that I wanted to like come on to him. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting across from him at a table and he was a smoker and so people are going to have like very uh, strong re reactions sure, to what I'm about to say. We had both been drinking espresso. He had just bitten off part of a sugar cube. Okay. <laughs> wow, okay. okay? Uh -huh. uh, or been like sucking on a sugar cube and he had just finished a cigarette. And so that when I kissed him, he tasted like cigarettes and sugar cubes. It was so delicious. 
Wow. Yes. No, I it think it was so I think delicious. We can all agree whether that combination sounds like your thing or not. It is not hard to see why it would be memorable. Oh my God. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was pretty, I think super, awesome. super hot. It was great. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this. And if, uh, like here's, here's my attempt to put you on the spot and make you feel embarrassed. Uh, if someone goes down on you, do you want to French kiss them immediately afterwards? I think <sighs> <laughs> I, I, my vote is this is one of the best things. Oh, um, no. Okay. I kind of don't. But I think for me, and maybe this is maybe this is getting back to what we talked about a minute ago, I don't want their lips to be wet. Yeah. Now, if they were to wipe their mouth off, mm-hmm. like, you know, just the outside of their mouth, then I would totally be into kissing them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Big time. But yeah, it's like the wet. Didn't, didn't phase Molly at all. Wet lips, wet face. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really possible. No, it didn't didn't phase me. Okay, but hold on. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a couple more things. Yeah, uh, please. What about, can you think of any like memorable French kisses on like TV or movies? I was thinking about this and like, not really. Like for some reason, I, I can think of like, you know, like, uh, formative, like a like a sex scene that I saw in a movie, but like like when you were younger, yeah. But but like like, what, like which one? <sighs> mm, now you're now you're putting me on the spot. Let me let me think about that for a minute. But uh, like specific like movie kisses, not really. Do you? I do have a couple things. Yeah, please, and that so, might spark some memories in me. So one I have mentioned many times, and I've also written about it, and that is the um, the kiss between Axl Rose and Stephanie Seymour in the November Rain video. Fantastic! God, that is a great kiss, and like t- visible tongue. Yeah, uh, it's over in a heartbeat. And whenever I watch that video, you better believe I rewind to that part like eighteen times. Yes, I always enjoy. Gay kisses. I I, sure. I I find gay kisses in TV and movies to be especially great, often because there's a certain like charge to it between yeah, the characters. Absolutely. But what I'm thinking of from childhood that I found, I think, on the edge of feeling like maybe I shouldn't be watching this, and now it seems so tame, is the scene from uh, when Peggy Sue got married. Oh, do you remember? Vaguely. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, no, me neither. But this scene is like seared into my brain. So it's when Kathleen Turner and the like bad boy guy who Mm -hmm. drives a motorcycle are about to have sex in the woods. And I think it's her first time. Yeah, that sounds right. He like you can see them from the side and they're just talking. And I think he's laying on top of her. They're fully clothed. And he is like reciting a poem, like a famous poem to her. And then they kiss and whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, this is adulthood. Like it it felt like almost overwhelmingly intimate to me nice. like so intense i'm sure if i watched it now it would seem completely g-rated yeah so like the ones that i that come to mind for me are like bad ones that i laugh at like uh, we we watched the you know the movie fast 10 together recently and there's a scene where uh, vin diesel is kissing michelle rodriguez very unconvincingly mm-hmm. and oh like, god the sex scene uh yeah and it's like like something about his face is sort of he sort of like puts his whole face into it in a in a way that doesn't seem right mm-hmm. and like and like I think puts I think his like whole face but I mean like I, I think that's like like you know can be like a really sexy thing when someone like you know their whole seems like their whole face is kind of oriented toward the kiss but the way he he did it I didn't like I recently watched have you seen the show Heartstopper no 
we recently finished the second season of Heartstopper. And wow. Okay. So it's these two like teenage boys. They're supposed to be like 15 and 16 mm-hmm. or something. And anyway, they've been dating for four months and they are still just pecking on the lips. Mm. And I found it so unconvincing. Sure. Like, that yeah. like there was a lot of kissing in the second season of Heartstopper and it is all closed mouths. No, smashing this is this faces. is like like a, a that. TV TV like like homophobic producer kind of thing. I, I feel like I hated that. Well, I I feel like it's trying to be a show that it that can appeal to like sure. a younger yeah, audience I as well. Jump to that conclusion. No, I don't. But, th- I I didn't get a homophobic vibe from it. I got a like we can't figure out where to land. Sure, that in makes terms more sense. of being appropriate for younger audiences, but then at the same time, like they're dealing with really intense stuff. But these boys are just like smashing their closed mouths together, and I'm like, this no. Room with it. a view. Room with a view. I've had, never seen had room great with kissing. a view. I think I think Helena Bonham Carter is a great on-screen kisser in general. <gasps> and is that with Daniel Day Lewis? Uh, no, Julian Sands. Who's that? Um, he died recently. He was a great British actor. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was a great kisser. <laughs> I mean, I think probably. Okay, I got to watch this now. Maybe I can just pull up just the kissing scenes. Sure. Maybe. Okay, I'm trying to think of other. Uh, I feel like there are some that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I imagine that like doing the right camera angle for a really good kiss is a tricky, tricky thing. Yeah, because I, you I'm don't, sure. you don't want it to look like somebody is uh, giving somebody else like a tonsillectomy, but you also want to be able to see like a little flash of the tongue, or absolutely, a little, yes. little, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought I'd escaped. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, uh, we have a new guest, Mr. Zoology. Who, oh, okay. Who's, who's going to help help close us out here. Uh, as of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Wikipedia. <laughs> yep. Okay, I really love the as of 2019. <laughs> as of 2019, bonobos are the only non-human animal to, ab- to have been observed engaging in tongue kissing. Yeah, bonobos, the world's horniest apes. We know them well and admire them. <laughs> Wait, um, is that what they are? I mean, I've heard that. I didn't originate that term, certainly. Well, I would say that humans are probably the world's horniest apes. Well, then you haven't watched enough bonobo videos. <laughs> um, but it's, this makes it sound like like scientists uh, believe that since 2019, yeah. possibly as a result of the pandemic, like <laughs> other. Uh, some other animals, like it's like three other species of animals have decided to give it a whirl. I mean, I'd like to say I think my dog would like to engage in tongue kissing. Of course. Yeah. yeah with like any, with like a- any animal or object. That's right. Um, Well, Matthew, is there anything that you want to say or take back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for uh, like putting up with my general jitteriness around talking about this sort of thing. Was was there anything where you feel like? Well, well, my whole family is in the house and can presumably hear me. That's right. Even like your kid is home from college. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's fine. Uh, Anything else? Any? you know, one thing, and I don't know if you re- researched this or not, but like, is is French kissing like a human universal that people do in all cultures? I know we talked earlier that, that oh. possibly Americans didn't do it before World War One, <laughs> um, 
but I doubt that's actually true. I forgot to look that up. Okay. And you even asked me about it before I did the research, and I forgot to look it up. Okay, but anthropologists I not... weigh in. Contact at spillmuffpodcast.com. Hey, I'm an anthropologist. Okay, Molly, weigh I, well, in. I'm actually like a retired anthropologist. You're a retired anthropologist. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you got an anthropology degree. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, great. I'm a retired evolutionary biologist. Great. Okay. I'm very, I'm very eminent. Um, thank you so much for subscribing to our show. And uh, I hope that this episode has felt like the kind of thank you that you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if, you, if there's something like totally inappropriate for the main feed that you want to hear us uh, address on a bonus episode. Let us know anytime. You can just reply to the email announcing this episode or contact at spillmuckpodcast.com. Yes. Wait, I have one thing. Okay. Have, have you ever like a passed something from your mouth to somebody else's mouth? Oh, this is a good question. I mean, and not like an icebreaker kind of way. What? <laughs> like like when you, those stupid icebreaker exercises. Like zip, zap, zap. When you put like an a, like a orange under your chin and you have to oh. pass it to somebody else. I feel like that is like a sexual harassment lawsuit waiting to happen. Are you, are you clear on the chin mouth distinction? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think like as an icebreaker, they ask you to like pass things from mouth to mouth. Um, but maybe I'm going to the wrong corporate events. Uh, I think I've, I think maybe like an ice cube. Does you passed an ice cube. I, I was this like because there was like, sure, like, ice, like ice play my, happening? My mouth seems to remember it. Is this because there was I feel ice like, play? I feel like maybe like on a hot day. <laughs> ice play. Ice play. Yeah. Cool. Uh, no, I've never passed anything from mouth to okay, mouth. Maybe I you don't should try. Think. Have you ever sung into anyone's mouth? I mean, mouth? Uh, probably, probably a disease. Have you ever breathed ever into anyone's into mouth? into someone's mouth? Have you ever breathed into anyone else's mouth? Probably. I mean, David Byrne wants you to sing into his mouth. Is that a song? It's, it's a, the lyric, part of the lyrics from, um, This Must Be the Place, which okay. is also, I think, called Home. Why don't I know that? Anyway. All right. Yeah, you can use you can use uh, you can use our mouths as a microphone. You've uh, you've earned that privilege as subscribers. Uh huh. And yeah, thank you again. Uh, thanks to our producer Abby Circatella for putting up with us uh, and for making this show great. Yes, uh, she she was very excited to get to edit this episode and and knew that I wouldn't want to listen back to it. I hope we have lived up to her expectations. Uh, so thank you again for supporting the show. We could not and would not do this without you. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And uh, this is this is a, a platonic kiss from our mouths to your ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, is it with tongue? Is it? Can you have a platonic tongue kiss? No. Uh, I think I think platonic is kind of a fuzzy word, don't you? No. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, I think like platonic. No. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. No, maybe is... we need to restart the episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Now, let's actually stand up and stretch before we do the next episode. Oh, yeah. Time for calisthenics. Oh, Jesus. I did mine this morning already. <laughs> the headphone lift. Very popular exercise. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, Matthew, sorry to put you through such a hard time on your birthday. No, I'm, I'm, glad, we did, I'm glad we did it. All right. <laughs>